Testing one, two, three, here I go. Give me that microphone. Warman, the Purpose Provocateur, and welcome to episode 10 of Glad Bitch. I said to myself, self, it wouldn't really make sense for this whole first season to go by without addressing purpose directly. So that's what we're going to do. I mean, it's technically my job, but it's probably more accurate to say purpose is my purpose. I thought long and hard about this episode, and that's why it took me an extra week to do it. I'm still thinking long and hard about it, actually, but that's sort of a thing I'm working on. Not just thinking about a thing forever and never doing it. So let's do it. People have a lot of thoughts about purpose and what they think it is and what they think it means. And you know what? That's cool. They can think whatever they want. This is what I have come to discover over the years, and I hope maybe it will be useful for you, too. There was a time that all I ever wanted was to discover my purpose. I thought it would fix the restlessness I felt and my inability to feel like I fit in the jobs I found myself in or really in the life that I was in. That the layer of dissatisfaction I felt would somehow disappear if I just knew what I should be doing with my life. But purpose doesn't work that way. If you made it to this episode, you know it was a long road to get me here, to doing this work and to continue to learn how to do it well. Honestly, it was kind of a fucked up way to do it, but I wouldn't change it. There's no way I could do what I do now, 15 years ago. I didn't know that all those twists and turns were helping me acquire experience and depth and wisdom, all part of the special sauce for working with something as important as someone else's life. If I didn't trust myself back then, how could anyone else trust me? Anyway, with the last iteration of my business, Purpose Party for One, I maintained that once you found your purpose, then the party could really start. Now that's a super cute way to look at it, but my view toward purpose has changed. Now, I believe your purpose is you. It's finding meaning for you and what lights you up. It's figuring out who you really are So you can use your gifts and then decide how to share them with the world. It's really how you love yourself and how you give love in return. And purpose of any kind can't happen without first knowing who you are. Finding that isn't in a neat little box or straight line and doesn't come in a direct answer. There's no quick get. And only you can know when it's just right. So purpose isn't really a party. Purpose is poetry. You don't have to be an appreciator of poetry for this to make sense. If you're one of those people that's like, I don't really understand poetry, it might even make sense even more. So come along with me on this, okay? Purpose is poetry. What sparked this idea was something the great poet Mary Oliver wrote, which is, Poetry isn't a profession. It's a way of life. It's an empty basket. You put your life into it and make something out of that. You guys, that's exactly how I feel about purpose. Purpose isn't a job title. It's a way of life. 
It's a way of being. I deeply feel this way now, and I haven't heard it explained better anywhere else. You continue to put yourself into building purpose, and then it starts to take shape. And if your life doesn't feel right, then there's probably a bunch of shit in your basket that doesn't belong there. Okay, so so far I love it, and I wanted to dig into my theory a little bit more. That purpose is poetry, or the poetry of purpose. Unfortunately, I don't get to talk to Mary Oliver or Emily Dickinson or Robert Frost or whoever, but lucky for me, I have the privilege of living on the same street with two living big deal poets named Chris Yost and George Yacheson. Even luckier for me was that they were willing to answer my questions. So I asked them both, what is poetry to you? What is the why of poetry? I guess what I wanted to know is how poetry is an integral part of each of their lives. And this is what they had to say. Chris said, One of the things poetry can be is a form of ritualized language, like a spell or a prayer. Okay, that's fucking cool. She also said, Poetry is a type of language that is distilled. The daily blah, blah, blah is filtered out, and the same words that we might use every day become changed and elevated into something new. There's no poem that universally appeals to everyone, no single best or correct poem, but when the right reader finds the right poem at the right time, it's magical, somehow, above language and into pure feeling. Amazing, right? Then George said, Poetry is language trying to say the unsaid at its most concise and precise. It asks for you to focus on it as much as it focuses on the world. For me, poetry is prayer in that it expresses faith, often without evidence, that things are more alike than different, that's metaphor, and that there's more harmony than disharmony, that's the music of words and rhyme. Ugh, don't you just love poets? Their answers only made this idea of purpose, being more like poetry, become more clear. Because for a poet, life isn't life without poetry. And for me, life isn't life, not in the way I really want to feel it, without purpose. The similarities just keep on going, and no matter where you are on your journey toward purpose, I think at least some of this stuff will apply to you, or maybe it'll land just a little bit. Poetry actually has very few rules, if any, like in free verse. But one that stands out to me is that in order for a poem to be truly effective, you need to bear yourself. There's a truth that needs to be told. And if you're not honest with yourself in poetry, then no one's going to feel anything when they read it. Nothing genuine anyway. That's super similar to purpose. For that reason, it may be true that no one can fully understand a poem, like the poet. But the people that are affected by it can deeply recognize something in themselves and understand the language that exists in between the words. The more you can get real and vulnerable with yourself, the more clear purpose becomes to you and to the people around you. 
Poetry isn't about logic, and neither is purpose. It means what you say it means, and it doesn't have to make sense. Poetry has the power to capture and communicate a message like no other art form. It helps us express ourselves and make sense of the world and our place in it, and it also happens right in front of you like a magic trick. Poetry makes you think about what's possible to say and how it's possible to say it, just like purpose. Both require you to pay careful attention to the world to find resonance. Even if the act of creating poetry or finding purpose happens alone, both create a brand new universe. We get to experience and enjoy other people's poetry and the purpose of others because no two are the same. That's why poetry can't be ranked, and neither can purpose. There isn't a purpose that's better than another. They're all part of a much bigger piece of art in the human experience. Your purpose, finding the you in your life, contributes just as much as anyone else's. A similarity that I love between poetry and purpose is in finding the inner voice. You do this not by asking, is this right? But does this sound good to me? Does this feel good to me? And the better you get at letting go of what you think it should be and the heavy expectations and what you think other people will think of it, the more freedom you have to make it truly yours. And people who are into purpose and finding purpose and looking around and into self-discovery They find and notice each other, and they help and support each other. You guys, another thing that I love is that poetry is play. Purpose is play. It's letting yourself feel for the idea, for the words. Poetry is exploration. Poetry takes time to develop. It might even take a while to understand it. You look everywhere for the words, but the magic happens When you reconnect with that part of yourself that already knows, you know it when you feel it. But here's what I think is the most important thing that makes poetry and purpose the same. A poem shouldn't end in the place that it started, and neither does purpose. Poetry travels, it changes, it's supposed to take you somewhere new that you couldn't have predicted from the first line. A poem offers light bulb moments, little sparks that can take your breath away. These aren't directions necessarily, but merely an offering to keep going, even if you don't know the way. Poetry has a willingness to get lost. So for those of you that find yourself on a purpose journey, get a little lost. Let yourself be lost. It's part of finding the way. A quest for the right word isn't all that different than a quest for meaning. Like I said, you know it when you find it. Then you can be who you were waiting for. Maybe who we've all been waiting for. But this part's important too. It's okay to take breaks. You can't push a poem just like you can't push purpose. Inspiration is the fuel that feeds you, and that comes from letting yourself relax. Even if you abandon poetry, 
it doesn't abandon you. You can see poetry in a sleeping dog, or hear it in a kid's laugh, or taste it in summer lemonade. Purpose works the same way. It's just patiently waiting for you to see it. (sighs) So, to sum it up, you have to look out into the world as much as you have to look within. Remember, it's an empty basket. The questions you should be asking are, what do I love? What do I feel? What feels heavy? What do I see? And what do I want to do about that? What do I want to say about that? You struggling to find purpose is you finding it. You just have to pay attention. And you have to be willing to let it take you somewhere you never could have planned. Because you're always the pen and the page. That's how you fall in love with your own poem. And it won't matter what anyone thinks about it because you understand it and you know that your poem's the shit. That's the goal. So my question for you is simple. Where are you on your purpose journey? And can you make it feel a little more like poetry? All right, friends, (laughs) we've reached the last episode of the season, and I am off to have a summer. One where I continue to find ways to express myself and my purpose that feel new and somehow really me at the same time. This is the part of the poem where I feel around for the next thing that's just right. And then we'll both find out if that means Glad Bitch will have a second season or if there's a twist that neither of us know about yet. If you've enjoyed this podcast, or if there was a specific episode that sticks out for you, it would mean so much to me to hear from you. I do what I do in the hope that it will spark something for you. So please let me know. From my glad bitch to yours, thank you so much. And as always, you can find me and what I'm up to at sarahwarman.com or on Instagram at Sarah on Purpose. Have a great summer! And I saw poetry And in my poem day Until now It's always been missing line la Up till now It's always been missing line